I'm calling the meeting to order. This is the April 4th, 2022 uh, meeting of the School Building Committee Bylaw Review Committee. Um, before we get started, I have to read this little blurb. Um, Pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12, 2020 order, suspending certain provisions of the open meeting law and the governor's March 15, 2020 order imposing strict limitations on the number of people that may gather in one place. This meeting of the Bentfield School Building Bylaw Review Committee is being conducted via remote participation. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure that the public can adequately access the proceedings as provided for in the order. A reminder that persons who would like to listen to or view this meeting while in progress may do so by following the instructions on the agenda and meeting notice. All votes subject to remote participation will be taken as roll call votes and the meeting is being recorded. This order has been extended through July of 2022. Um, so we'll just introduce ourselves and confirm that we're participating remotely. I'm Bob Morrill and I am participating remotely. Carolyn? Uh, Carolyn Casey, Casey, participating remotely. I do know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> Russ? Russ Halsey, participating remotely. Tom? Tom Marie, participating remotely. And Sarah? Sarah Lemke, participating remotely. Do, do we know if Cynthia is joining us? Because I think to vote, well, I guess we only need, yeah, we. I guess we only need four, right? That would constitute a quorum. We have six members. So if Tom has to go is what I'm thinking. I think that's right. I think yeah, it's more, it's, yeah, it's the majority of us. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if anyone's heard from Cynthia, if she's planning on. I haven't heard that she couldn't make it. And I think last week she said she could. So maybe she just got tied up and she's running late. Okay. Um, Brittany, while we're doing it, can you make me a co-host so I can share my screen? Yeah, let me do that right now. And, wow. and while, while we're doing that, I, I'd like to share one of my takeaways from the last meeting. I was asked to speak with Mark Sorrell um, about, you know, we had some questions about some of the provisions we had started working on for sort of once the committee's been appointed, how do they go about doing their business? Um, and so there was some concern around that. So I spoke with Mark Sorrell um, and Christine uh, earlier end of last week, actually. Scott McDermott listened in, but he didn't participate. Um, here's the bottom line on it. Um, everything that we worked on up until item D, initiating the school project, review of school projects, town council's strong opinion, and I agree with them, was that that D should all come out. Um, that there were, there were complicated procedures already in place under the laws that govern how a building project will, will move forward once, once you've appointed the team. And our effort to sort of add to it is almost certain to conflict with certain provisions. And, and frankly, none of us really know anything about municipal construction. So legislating how they'll operate, I think creates more problems than, than help. But so his, his strong urging, and again, I agree with him, is that that paragraph D with the exception perhaps of the little paragraph D at the very end about asking for, you know, public hearings, which we can talk about, but every everything else, D, small A, B, C, um, the recommendation is to, to not include those materials and to stop really with section C. 
I don't have a objection to that as a concept because I really had no idea what we were talking about. Um, my only concern is, is that statement true if it's not like an MSBA project? I, I believe so, yes, because I believe there are sort of statutes and rules that govern all building projects. This like public, a lot of public procedures. funding projects, yeah. So I'm, I'm fine with that. Well, I, I would think, though, that the uh, paragraph D, A, and B, D, A, and B might make sense to keep because I don't think that goes against any state thing. But the school committee, you know, to initiate this, the school committee decides to file a project application with the board of, with the select board. And then if the select board determines it makes sense, then it initiates the appointment of the committee. That sort of seems to make sense to keep. And then the next one, within 30 days, this, the building committee starts its study. Yeah, I, I, I would be I feel strongly about a lot of things. I kind of, but I'm open if others disagree. I mean, this we should discuss this, but um, I really think well, we don't have any idea what we're talking about in terms of how these things unfold once the committee's in place, that we're just inviting trouble by trying to put in provisions without really understanding the context in which they'll be applied. So then we're left with simply uh, defining who, who appoints who, the four and four and four, what their qualifications need to be, and then the ad hoc group. Yeah, so we're, we're sort of, if we go that route, what we're saying is this is what the committee should look like. This is how it's selected, but once it's in place, it will follow all the procedures that you know would be followed in any other project. Um, Sarah, can you just scroll up so we can see C? Thank you. So Mark is saying um, uppercase A, B, and C is fine. It's when you get to D, when we start talking about initiating, he's saying stop, don't don't go there. But we could talk about public hearings. Am I? Correct. Yeah, his take was that all of that would be problematic. I did share with them that there was a strong feeling by some who have commented to our committee that there should be some kind of public hearings. And so, um, you know, my basic statement to him was something to the effect of, does that do any harm if we keep it? And he said no. So if people feel that something like that should be in there, you know, we could move it up to one of the other sections. Okay. So it starts off by saying there shall be a school building committee responsible for blah, blah, blah. Here's how you pick them. And then we would need, I would assume, some transition sentence that says you have to go back to the permit, the permanent bylaw, right? Permanent building bylaw to make it make sense that something happens after you pick the committee. Right, yeah, I hear what you're saying, I agree. His feeling was that big C, little a, and, and just the way things are done cover that, but we you're right, we certainly could put in a transition sentence making clear that once appointed, follow the other procedures. 
I think on that point, <clears throat> less is maybe more because they're going to be subject to whatever town ordinances and statutory requirements they're subject to without us stating that they're subject to them. Yes, exactly. I think that was the point. So then do we need like an intro sentence where you start following the permanent bylaw, permanent building bylaw, and then you move to this part and then you move back? Yeah, and, and maybe that's a simple amendment to the permanent building bylaw, just saying, you know, provided, however, in the event of a school project, these provisions. Maybe we're back to um, just having this as a subset of the permanent bylaw. Yeah. Permanent building bylaw. I think that's logical. I mean, I don't. Christine had a good point over her email comment. Um, about like interior alterations just you know inside a building shouldn't be covered um so i highlighted the word alteration she had suggested addition um but that reminded me how it sort of might dovetail with the permanent building committee's work um so i don't have strong feelings about this being a subset of the permanent building committee bylaw as long as we make it clear that for school building projects that this would apply in lieu of the permanent building committee. I think practically that makes sense because I know when I was on the school committee, we had several things we <clears> did. <throat> we didn't put a building committee together. We did some renovations through the capital budget for the schools for different things you just have to do, right? Hi, Cynthia. Hi, if you look at the permanent building committee, um, it does talk about alterations. So would we have to change that there as well? Well, I'm trying to figure out where in the permanent building committee bylaw does it kick in for the school? I'm wondering if it doesn't kick in until letter J. I'm going to switch to sharing my whole screen because then you can see the permanent building bylaw. Cynthia, can you just confirm that you know you're participating remotely? I am participating remotely and I apologize for being late. That's fine. That's kind of silly that we have to do that, but it is the case. Okay. Could you, could you say at the beginning of 10-20, can you guys see the? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so could you say? except for quote uh, capital S capital P school projects, which shall be governed by subsection 10-20.1 hereof, and then just put 10.20.1 at the bottom. Yeah, that works. Yeah, I think that would make sense. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. then- I don't think, I don't think, I don't think anything from A to I pertains to the school building committee. And I'm thinking that we don't kick in until J. Right, because J talks about feasibility studies. Yeah. Although H is assessing facilities so we would want schools to be assessed as well but it's not being assessed by the permanent building committee right right it's assessed uh, before and that's one and, of the 
they go and request. And, and in, 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 in our bylaw, we are it pre our first paragraph talks about what we're uh, what we're involved with already right there yeah i think um mechanically anything that we other than things that we want the permanent building committee to do relative to the schools which we should address in the main 10.20 anything that we want to apply here as well we should just copy and paste over into this new 10-20.1 but are there any things that people think the permanent building committee should do relative to schools? So we've had people talk about, and we talked about it last time, whether or not we should have a member on. And I think we got to the point where we're saying, we're, we're not saying don't have a member, we're just having the selectmen make that choice because they have expertise if that makes sense to them. Um, but, I had been thinking if they were doing two projects, it might be hard for the people to do two, right? The committee's not that big. Someone made the point about, well, if you did the fast center in Dale Street, you know, that's municipal and school, and, and you want a lot of coordination, obviously, with the two properties. So that totally made sense. But um, maybe save it. You know, I think that um, I, I just, I don't have any problem with them pointing someone on. I just I just worry about people in terms of over commitment to if you're doing two two building projects, that's a lot of time. It is. I think um I, I agree with everything you said, Carolyn. I'm I don't see the need to have a specific person named, but I think just to close out Bob's point from Mark, I'm not clear from your conversation with Mark, Bob, and not maybe I'm not sure you are either. Um, so I guess I'm asking a question. Was was Mark saying that we didn't need to include our subparagraph D because he was counting on us getting the process through the permanent building bylaw committee um, sections like, you know, J, K, L, and M? Yeah, because I mean, what, what he said to me was that big paragraph C, little a, that the various statutory references there um, and the existing rules, whatever that means, already covers how this group would proceed. Without reference to 10-20. Correct. Okay, I was just was afraid if he, the way I mechanically set it up as this being a subset that doesn't, the top things don't apply, that I cut the process out. Oh, no, 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 no. And that, no, it's actually the opposite. That's a very good point that we will follow, you know, except as to appointment, they will proceed how the, you know any other committee would under the existing rules is that the line we should use then except well that's where this is like a hyper technical drafting point but i'm not clear if we're saying that only the appointment provisions of 10-20 don't apply or if we're saying all of 10-20 doesn't apply because i think if if we're saying none of it applies that's no. how i set it up if no, we're saying it, that only the appointment parts, then we need to keep like J through N. To I, I wonder if this is oversimplifying, but why don't we just put something down at the bottom just to provide it, however, that in any event in which is going to be a school building project, that you know, this will be the committee and here's how it's constituted. But other than that, however you want to say it, follow the rules that are already in place. <clears throat> no, I don't think I don't think that'll work. 
Why? Um, I mean, that, that's what we're doing, isn't it? We're just well, there are that. no other rules in place for the school building committee. There's a permanent building committee, but that's not the same you know, animal. I, I may have spoken loosely. What I'm saying is that any, any committee that would have been put in place for a building project, there are already rules in place and procedures that govern how they are supposed to move forward. So I think what we're doing is my understanding is we're just saying that, you know, in the case of a school building project, this is the committee that's gonna sort of run the process and here's how they're constituted. And then how do they operate? Under They, they defer to all the existing rules. They just, we have to find a weave back, but the systems that are already in place that they would follow if they were just say the permanent building committee, they'll follow here. Moving the project mechanically, I'm back to thinking we should have a separate bylaw where we just copy and paste anything that applies because just from a drafting perspective, we're picking and choosing which parts apply and it's going to be super awkward. Um, so, so what are you saying, Sarah? I'm not sure I follow. Like, I I mean, well, I think like, what I'm advocating is we get away from process. Like our mission is not to define the process through which we'll operate, but rather what's the constitution of the team. Yes, except I'm focused on sort of implementing that vision and we need to we need to write a bylaw that fits within the existing structure. So like you said, we can say something that said, you know, instead of saying except for all school buildings, because that would mean that none of JKLM, any of those that we want to apply would apply, we could say something like, you know, paragraphs A through F above shall not apply to school projects, which shall be bound by the following um, yeah. requirements. Yeah, so I, I'd rather that. I thought you said you were talking about that and us actually drafting up and saying what procedures they would follow. I, I, I think it no, works I'm more to do just it by mechanically school. trying to figure out how to carry forward into school projects the sections we want without the sections that we don't. So. Um, I think it would be helpful if we just went and I started to mark them up. We just went through and like, which ones do we think definitely don't apply because they're covered by what we're drafting in terms of composition. So like A through E, um, actually A through F is clear. That's all talking about appointment terms, like things like that. Um, H, H would come out. Right, so we don't need them to assess current conditions. I is projecting the need to renovate in a facilities master plan. These are these people are being convened for a specific project, so they're not going to do master planning, right? Yeah, all done. Yep. But I think we do want. Um, should have done red for now. Um, I think we do want that they're subject to appropriation and all of that. Yeah. I think we don't want the ex officio because we. We already have our own ex officio. Plant. Yeah, you're right. That's K. Do you want to go up for a second before we go down? G we need to keep, right? G well, we G I wanted to come back to because I'm not sure those statutory references are right for I, a school project. Um, you, and we you already may have want to ask. Yeah, you may want to circle back with Mark once we get it. I talked with him about that specifically, and the answer was yes. So we can cut and paste it over, and then he can mark it up if it's wrong. We have that. Right. Well, we already have that here, so we need to address. Um, 
that's in paragraph C. Right. So I think we should take C out too, based on what he said. If yeah, because if that's where we're starting to talk about, you know, starting the process, and he is saying no, go back to the right. Just have A and B. Um, going back to the to the bylaw, L is any department seeking to reconstruct, alter a building under its jurisdiction. So this is kind of, L is kind of weird because so a department with a building under its jurisdiction, I guess that would only be the school department in our case. Yeah, I think that's a no because um, we've this has already happened before we get to the school buildings, right? The school committee is gone. We said that in the beginning and talked to the selectmen and they have voted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we've already we've taken we're going to talking about taking that out, though. I thought that was near the beginning. OK, no, I, yeah, it's at the end. Is that the end? Yeah, I, I think keep out and instead of any user department, it's, you know, if the school building, if the school, if the school committee so that's what we had and what Mark, I wish Mark was here. Um, this is hard to yeah, guess that what he was trying to say, but that's what he said to take out. What he said to take out was D. I mean, let's be crystal clear about that. He said all of D should come out and that if we leave the rest of it. That's, that's it. Our D is, is that L. Right. So I yeah. think without knowing exactly what I don't understand is whether Mark is saying don't leave it because it's in 1020-L or whether he's saying don't leave it because it's in a statute. So, um, I mean, it doesn't... We, we talked in reference to the statute. Right. Well, I, th I think we're getting, I'm spe specifically getting bogged down in technicalities that kind of don't matter. It's just a drafting problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we can move on, but um, I think the point is that J, L, and M would all apply. Right, right? and I, I would think we just want to take those over and make those the new D, initiating a school project, review of school projects. Well, just that would make it that would make it mechanically easier, Cynthia, is if we literally use the exact same words so we don't have any concerns with being inconsistent. Right, and just you know where it's appropriate, like any user department, say the school department, because that's appropriate. It's not any user department. I mean, that's kind of what we did, but maybe we were a little bit we were a little bit more flowery, like we gave timelines where L or whatever doesn't. Well, if we're taking out our big D, why wouldn't H and I also apply? Um, well, the school building committee isn't going to do facilities like reviews right. and master plans because they're going to be convened for a specific building project. Yeah, that that and that was actually the core genesis of the original building committee rule that we they wanted one organization that was going to kind of assess all town facilities <clears throat> so they can schedule them in a, in a logical manner. Right, but when our when we kick in for the school building, there's the master plan's already been done somewhere else, and this is the school committee deciding, you know, right. they need a building. So we're in a different place, right? We're yeah. beyond the 
master. We're into it's time for this one. We need to do that's part of the master. Yes, that the the facility manager does look at the schools as well and would give an assessment to the school committee as to what the condition of a school is and whether they recommend replacement or renovation or whatever. That's why I think we shouldn't do the except uh, except for schools because we don't want to take the schools out of that. Right. Um, what if um, what if like Bob said, we just say at the end of 10.20, say with respect to school projects, capital S, capital P, which we'll define to be, you know, the addition, enlargement, whatever. Um, with respect to school projects, there shall the uh, requirements of this section shall be, um, you know, overseen by a school building com committee comprised as follows. Something like that. Yeah, I think the, the less we have to rewrite the existing rules, the better. I'm trying to think of a word for like overseen. Is that should oh, is, it, is, it, is it overseen or is it like you conducted. use better? Conducted. Could you say conducted? Yeah, conducted. Met. Now, now I'm having trouble figuring out how to differentiate between the school building committee and the permanent building committee and which jurisdictions each of them have and not to have them overlap. Well, I think we're talking about there being some natural overlap, like the process is overlapping. They'll follow the same processes. The town facilities manager will include them no, in there. I'm not referring to that. I'm the original jurisdiction of the project building a school, renovating a school, additions to schools. So the, I, I thought we were taking some those things away from the permanent building committee. Like construction of new schools, who should be in charge of that? The school building yes. committee. School building committee. And not yeah. the permanent. Now, how about no. additions? The school building I, I, committee. Maybe I'm oversimplifying, but I mean, I think it's pretty clear that all this just apply any any project involving a school building. This is the group that does it. Well, but Christine pointed out that at some point schools are under the jurisdiction of the permanent building committee and capital budget committee reviewing, you know, the 20 year capital plan. But right, but that's different maybe than a construction or a renovation project, right? Yeah, well, I don't think it might be, renovations would probably go under there. I mean, I think the intent is that if it, if it involves a school and it's any kind of work to what this committee governs it, I mean, I think that is, otherwise it, 
doesn't make much sense. Well, once the school is built, the school building committee dies and there's no entity then to deal with additions and renovations except permanent building committee. No, then you could reconvene another school building committee in the future if you needed an addition or a renovation. And I don't yeah. necessarily think you, you want to, the town wants to do that. Is my that's, a big, that's a big kettle of fish though. I mean, if we, that sort of sends us in a whole different direction of reassessing what we've been talking about. I'm not sure. I, so, Russ, I the way it's been, not that it's right, but the way it's been is for every project, there's a new group for schools. I mean, there aren't that many projects. Let's, I mean, it takes a long time to do a school building project. So it's not like the permanent building one that may stay that way for many years and, they, and different projects may come down the line. It's like, this is a project. We need the committee. You put it together. The project's over. The committee is disbanded. Maybe on the next project, some of those members would come back. Well, what I'm saying is I don't necessarily think they're going to institute another, convene another school building committee if they just want to put an addition on to one of the schools. I think that's the intent, though, that they would have to do that. If we yeah. create this rule, it's not their choice. Well, this is what they, they must wanna, do. They could be a happy medium is, is like a threshold, like more than X percent. If we start doing... I don't know. The concern is again that we, we just don't know what we're talking about here, right? And how do you draw the line? Right. Well, at, at this point, we are debating semantics. Right. So, and you know, school building committee. I mean, I'm, I don't see the necessity to break down every word. I, I, can we? <clears throat> and and we I don't think we need to have you know verbiage in this that makes it. Uh, either inductive or deductive. I mean, we're, we're trying to establish the best way to proceed for our town with the current project. As it applies to future uh, oversight or interaction with the permanent building committee, you know, I, I think a lot of this is already established. And I think whatever Christine shared with us is, is, is good and true. Well, I'm not, I'm not following you. It's not established. We don't have a school building committee bylaw. Russ, this we just off two hours. And that's what we've been living under is the permanent building. Well, but but I, I think our, I really our think charge is any any building project involving a school building, whether it's an addition, a new a new building, a renovation, that this is the group that will oversee the process and not the permanent building committee. That's what I thought too. We were doing, and let, and let's face it, schools don't have money to go renovate or add on without going through this process. Yeah, I kind of feel like that's been our that's been the underlying assumption of what we've done up to this point. Well, how about her her example of replacing boilers? I think her suggestion was to change alteration to addition, which I think is a good one. If they're doing an interior yeah. alteration, we don't need to get involved. Yeah. You could say excluding excluding maintenance. I mean, right. So boilers are a capital budget. Right. Well, so is a school. The school building is capital. No, but they don't it... capital budget and ask for a building because that's not the kind of money in the capital budget. Yeah, I, 
So I don't know. I don't want to take too hard of a line in this, but I mean, should we vote on what we think the scope is? Because I just don't want us to spend all night debating what it applies to. I mean, I, I feel like we had an understanding of what it applies to, but if we have different views, let's, let's have a vote and figure it out. Yeah, I thought we had an agreement, but now I just got cloudy with this conversation. So is she suggesting take out the word alteration? And switch it to addition, yeah. which I think is a good change. Yeah. That's so addition, and then she would be okay with that. Yep. Yep. Okay. So I think I think for the purposes of this discussion, we should. I changed it on the. Hopefully, you can see my screen. I changed it to say, with respect to each school project, as here and after defined, the requirements of this section 10-20 shall be managed. I'm not sure "managed" is the right word, but I put that in there by a school building committee responsible for. So we've basically um, cut, included their scope as what a school project is. And then we're saying it's gonna be, the requirements of this section will be met by a school building committee, which means the composition is the separate body, but the requirements are the requirements that are already there. All right, but it's section 10, this is section 1021. 21, okay, thank you. The new, the yeah. new one. Wait a minute. I'm trying to say, no, I'm saying this section 10-20 will be met by a school building committee for school buildings. So, right. Isn't it that simple? Couldn't you say that in the case of a school building project, committee shall be defined as this group we just came up with. And then all the rest throughout it, when it talks about committee, on a school building project and just insert this team. Or yeah, can you maybe you want to start the set sentence with, you know, um, in this section 1020, any project that involves the schools, I'm making this too simple, but uh, the following section applies. Well, I think the way I did it says that the all of the requirements of 1020 are intact it's just like more like what bob said the committee for the purposes of that which we just recited is the separate committee formed right. and managed as described here but you know how you crossed out things yeah. how do people <clears throat> that's the only part that isn't well addressed so if we do it as simply as bob said then the committee has to, well, anything that covers comp composition, we could say something like in the event of any, for the avoidance of doubt in the event of any conflict between 10, or we could say 10-20A through F shall not apply. Yeah, I was gonna say, can you list that out? Can we say the following sections of 1020 do not apply for a school building project? And it's probably just those first ones, right? Because that's what we're deciding, the selection and the composition. So I think if you just take those out and say, this is what applies for a school building project. And I mean, we could, we could do both ways. We could say these do not apply. And then after, then we can say this, these sections of 1020 that refer to the permanent building committee do apply. These are the sections that do apply. And then we could list the section that do apply, and then we have our own section. 
if that I'm trying to try to make it clear to people who haven't been working with us, you know, that it makes sense when they look at it. So can you bring the screen back to the other one? Yeah, maybe I, I could do them side by side. So your first hold on. Go ahead. I'm gonna put them side by side. Oh, okay. So the one on the right is our new school building committee bylaw. Mm -hmm. And the one on the left is the old existing permanent building. The first line says with respect, blah, 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 the requirements of this section 1020, the word this is not a, it doesn't make sense to have this section 1020 talking in section 1021 now maybe you know we're say, not in 1021 anymore i think where we've moved to right. is that we're going to have our section be a subset of 1020 correct. correct really yeah because mark's point was that we need to be subject to all the procedural requirements of 10-20 right exactly i mean I, that's so, maybe a logical way to do it's it. almost like it'll like be cut and pasted right here. Yep, exactly. Mm. Well, it's um, so did it say the requirements of section, not this, but of section 1020 shall be um, I think overseen was better because it references in the or it references in here oversight. I think Bob said conducted too. That's another. Well, in the permanent building bylaw, the first paragraph says that they're overseeing the such and such. So we should use overseen by. I think overseen is a good choice too because it. It says they'll be responsible for overseeing. So each school project. You could say it shall be overseen by a school building committee in lieu of the permanent building committee. I, I, I think that's overly redundant. I don't think we need it. Well, I mean, no it, one's going to think you got to have both. That's my one thing. You could if you want know. to. But. I don't know. It's hard to know what people may. They might think it's a subset of the permanent building committee, yeah. although it's got totally different composition. So I think it's it probably doesn't hurt. Okay. Um, what if we just put a parenthetical? Sure. So what you're leading to is simply keeping the permanent building committee bylaw in place, adding on at the end that except for the following, then the original 1020 stays in place. And so wherever it would be inconsistent with the new stuff we're putting in, the new stuff, you know, rules. Supersedes, yeah. Right. 
and, and some of them, I think, Sarah, you're right. I mean, A through F, clearly we, we could exclude out because clearly we've already taken care of those. Um, and I don't know that we can, I think that does it. So I think just going back, let's, so A through F clearly wouldn't apply because those are all composition related. G, the committee, um, it sounds like Mark said that all of those apply to a school project. Yes. So I don't think there's a need to provide that. H and I says that the committee, which, what if we say, um, it's already defined as the committee. So uh, the H committee, we're going to have two different definitions. We're going to have the committee and we're going to have the SBC. So any reference in 10 20 to the committee is not to the school building committee because right. that's the SBC defined. So in G, the committee, which means the permanent, will still have supervisory projects. I think we do need to, well, we said at the beginning, except with respect to school projects, which are, I think if we don't make it clear that G for school projects, that G apply doesn't, the permanent building committee doesn't have jurisdiction, then I'm afraid it's not perfectly clear. Yes, we so already excluded A through F. Take G, put it in our part, but change the committee to the SBC. Right. Take all the rest of the wording. And we put it underneath the composition about the members and the non-voting members. What if we put it before the definition? So we'll say to be responsible for overseeing the owned by the town. Hold on, I'm gonna think this through for a second. What if we say, the SBC shall be responsible for overseeing the planning, prioritizing, design, approvals, construction, reconstruction, addition, or enlargement of any school building owned or to be owned by the town falling under these sections, each school project. Um, I mean, you have it and it's in there. I sometimes feel that people read things better when they're separated. That's it. I mean, doesn't doesn't really make it any different, right? It's still there. It's just a matter of are we just being clear? Like, so if so, if you look at G and J, well, you we could say you could copy the sentence and say after. Um, so you could say um, the S the SBC shall have supervisory authority for all school projects that fall under. Yes. And then, and if you do the same with J, and I don't know, I don't remember what's after J here, um, then in essence, A through, you know, basically the ones we, the ones we want to keep the same, we just put them in ours, right? And we, and the take well, then we're back to we're back to Mark saying we don't yeah. need to. We're so we're we're going back and forth between saying for the purpose of this, the committee means the SBC, and right. um, 
Oh, what if we did this? What if part of our thing we go to town meeting with is on G, J, L, and K, we add them, we have an edit, the committee, the SBC, whichever applies. What if we did that and made it part of the overall vote instead of copying the words over? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that would be better. So now there's less duplicating the wording and just when needed, it says the committee we defined as permanent building and then SBC. Does that work? So I said those sections shall be revised to insert after the committee the following for the SBC as applicable. Yeah, and I mean, and so yes, I think that simplifies it in many ways. And then if you look at N, the last one there. Um, so this goes back to what we were talking about in terms of um, you know reporting. Right. Um, so, should we put the permanent building planning building committee or the SPC shall report? Should and also have that in there? We had that covered under, I think, little c, big D, little c. We had some wording that when I talked about this with Mark, what it's worth, his suggestion was just move that up. That okay. one down at the very bottom. The public hearing. Oh no, this part. Yeah, just. Okay. I think that gets to what we were talking. Well, about. we got to find a, a home for these two comments: the the public meetings and the reporting to the selectmen. I think they should come after the composition. I think they. That's how you end it. I gotta get rid of this part of the design phase. And they just say the SBC. Yeah. And uh, we had a comment from Chris Potts about feasibility and site selection. Could we, in that sentence you just did, Sarah, could we put site selection? I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't yeah, have a chance um, to we look should go through some of We should go through some, some of the comments, but maybe before we do, let's just close out this train of thought to make sure that we kind of covered everything. Um, right, and I, I haven't had a chance to read any of those comments. They came in at 4.30, so I'm not sure if anybody else did. Yeah, I did. So, um, so, we're saying, so we're saying that A through F don't apply to school projects right. because that's all composition related and they're gonna be replaced with the following. Right. And the composition section and the procedural requirements section. Then we're going to say that 
G, J, L, and M are going to be revised to say the permanent building committee or the SBC as applicable will do these things. So the committee or the SBC shall have supervisory. Already the problem is with G, we never told them which one would apply. We said which one? The in G, the committee or the SBC as applicable shall have supervisory authority over all projects that fall under this. Well, I guess I said it. I guess I said it here. Yeah, like. you, 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 yeah, you. We highlighted out the school building. So. Yeah. Okay. And then J is the committee or the sub or the SBC shall be subject to appropriation, conduct feasibility studies, blah blah blah. The any user department seeking to construct or enlarge a building under its jurisdiction shall file the application with the select board. The select board determines or refer the application to the committee or the SBC as applicable, depending on who has supervisory authority, as later described. The committee or the SBC shall meet with the applicant department if it's deemed viable, present its findings to the select board. Okay. And then yeah, if we'll, we'll just say in terms of reality, it would be the school committee making those decisions it wouldn't be a department but it, i think it's fine just to put the words in it's just not really going to happen that way but i think yeah. it's fine. does yeah. that make sense? so i guess the only question is we said with respect to a school project that a through f are superseded with what we've drafted which are the new composition do we need to address h i and k or by the fact that we didn't modify them to be anything other than the committee without reference to SBC, it's just fine as it is. I, I think if we're excluding out some and copying others, we it's gonna create ambiguity if we don't exclude them out. Yeah, I think we have to, if it, I think since we started this, every single one A through N is either in or out, changed right. or Right, agreed. So, I mean, I think, you know, I think H is an easy no, because that talks about all town facilities. You know, I is an obviously no. Right. Can we go back to H for a minute? Because the H, we would want the town facility manager to go through the schools. Right, but what this says is this, I think, I think H is the core of what that permanent building committee was meant for, which was they're supposed to look at the overall condition of all town facilities. And Actually, to, to close out Cynthia's point, I think we're saying the permanent building committee can still do that. And because we didn't add the SBC into that sentence, it's fine. The permanent building committee right. will still do what they would have done under H and I. Of course. I think the only one to exclude is K. Right, because the RSBC comes after all that, right? right? They're there because a need has been determined by the school committee who's gone to the select people and said it. And the select people have agreed. I think H&I can live, and because we didn't refer to the SBC in that section, the PBC just does their thing. But I do think K is problematic because we don't want to ex officio. We've already got all of our ex officios. But then what it, the concern is, what does that do to someone reading it? That, you know, we've excluded out a handful of sections. We've copied over a couple other ones. We haven't said anything about those. 
Well, I could, I wonder if I can cut and paste this whole thing over. I gotta get rid of my, I think it'll make sense when you see it. Maybe I'll cut and paste it over while we're talking about whatever we wanna talk about next. And I think it'll be easier to see in red line than okay. not. Sarah, thank you for always sharing your screen and doing this editing. <laughs> no problem. Um, so do we want to talk about any of the comments? Oh, actually, I think Christine's comments, at least we talked about almost in full. She referenced the alteration versus addition. We talked about that. Oh, she talked about not providing a quote clerk. Yeah, um, that went yeah, away, we, right? Or no, that didn't go away. We still have that. She, she, thank you. That's a good point. She felt, and I asked her to send that because we wanted from her. She felt pretty strongly that that um, was really problematic. The town may not have the funding for it. They don't do it for anybody else. The law requires that the committee keep minutes. So um, there's, there's no need for it, frankly. Uh, Bob, we spent a we, we spent a million dollars on, on the last school project that got shot down. So we had the override vote for that. I, I I'd like to think there's some way of getting that money <laughs> out of our budget. So I was thinking of others, other boards or well, boards in town, I guess, select board, ZBA and the planning board, do they all have a clerk assigned uh, for their benefit? I don't know. The planning board has, has a, a person who we share with the ZBA, I believe. Right. Yeah. And then there's the, the select board has somebody now, I don't know if Christine says that since she attends, she takes the minutes. I don't know if that's what she said, but. Well, is there a difference between a board and a committee in her mind too? Like there are differences between the boards, you're right. But I do I consider this to be one of the biggest boards, uh, committees around and one of the more important ones that should have good minutes taken? Well, was I sort of read her comment to suggest that she wasn't opposed to the town a town employee doing it, but it sounded like maybe she was objecting to use of the word clerk. Um, like, yeah, no, like that's not what she said to me, at least when we talked. She maybe said we if it was an employee, clarify. if she said it was an employee attending the meeting. You know, she, she did not want the town being responsible for providing someone to take right. a minute. Yeah. Right, I know, but. And she said, once it gets technical, then the um, the group that you hire, the consulting group, the architect group, tend to take the meetings because it gets very technical, take the minutes because it gets very technical. She also put that point in. She did, but when does that come into play? How far into the process? Well, pretty, pretty soon if you get the go ahead because you want to do your feasibility study and um you're typically going to hire someone to help you with that so the owner's project manager gets hired very quickly i thought so i guess we should check that but in any case we need to take out out the clerk well are we agreeing that i mean i personally think it's 
probably one of the more important committees in town. And certainly last year was one of the most controversial uh, there that you definitely need, you know, good minutes and uh, taken thorough minutes. And well, it even goes also, to the, yeah, she also said, I'm sorry, Russ, but she also said you, we, she couldn't um, guarantee that things would be recorded. So the minutes are super important if you can't watch it again. Well, I also, I, I read that comment and I meant audio recording as well. I don't think it needs to be a video. Like the planning board aren't video. Now on Zoom they are, but before COVID they were audio recorded. And so I, I think that would be adequate as well. Obviously video is preferred, but I wasn't suggesting that this committee needed to be videoed by like Medfield TV if Zoom wasn't a thing. So I don't see why we couldn't continue to have recording audio or video. Audios, isn't that cheap? Easy? Oh, where is it? Get someone's just sitting with their phone and they post it. Like, I don't know the procedure. I mean, when I did school committee, that we, you know, we had cable TV there, right? For planning board, we used to have like a like a recorder thing, like with tapes. Who who put it there? Who took care of that? The clerk. The clerk that you share with the zoning board. Yeah. Now, a question I just thought of. You know, what is the issue if whatever method you have for recording fails? And maybe you don't even know it until the meeting's over. I mean, any implications on that kind of stuff? I, I, I don't know. I mean, Russ, with all due respect, that's sort of a hypothetical. I, I'm a little bit worried about we could spend all night going down rabbit holes. I mean, I, if it happens, it happens. I don't know that we can anticipate every possible scenario. And so let's just get a thought. How many people do think there should be at least an audio recording of these meetings? You know, I think that makes sense, especially if somebody in the group is going to be um, told that they need to take the notes. The recording is a good method to listen to to make sure your notes are accurate. So I would say yes. Is anyone opposed to it? I'm not opposed, but I'm listening, thinking about what Sarah has, and I'm just trying to think who's suddenly going to be there, who's going to record it, and where's the recording going to stay, and are you going to use your phone, or, you know, it, I'm just, the practicality of it, Certainly you know. Certainly easier when you have a clerk that's a town employee, because you're right, Carolyn, like, if, you know, if we, six of us, were responsible for making sure the Zoom gets recorded, and then making sure the recording gets to somewhere to be kept, like, I see the odds of that happening much more slim. I do too. I, I, you know, I know Christine said that, but I, I'm kind of going back to Russ's thought that this is a big thing when you do a building, and we saw how divisive this last go round has been. And I feel like a clerk who's not a member on the committee, whose job it is to get the minutes and record it, and maybe they're going to have to talk to the expert after to explain, you know, whatever the architect or something said, because it will get technical, but I don't know, it just seems to me, I know it's money, but I, I feel like it's money well spent, I guess. Yeah. Well, but it's not in the FY 2023 budget. 
I don't, I don't even have a sense of how much it even costs either. That's another thing. I'm, I think it's worth it, but I honestly don't, do not know what that would be financially. I don't have a sense of that. Well, but, um, I, I don't know if we're saying they have to hire somebody. Why couldn't it be like, it just has to be a town employee um, that's already hired for something, you know? But who's that going to be? I mean, at a practical, yeah. with that, I don't know. Well, and we can't have it be like a school committee, I mean, a school department employee, because we want it to be someone who's impartial. So it kind of has to be Christine's office. And it did say that they would designate a person in attendance to the meeting to be responsible for minutes if the committee didn't want to take them. Yeah, she did say that. What if we change the, um, um, I think there's two issues we're moving around. One is whether who takes minutes and the other is the recording. On the recording, what if we say shall endeavor to instead of shall be required yeah, to? We need to leave it out there in case it just practically can't be done. Um, what she volunteered was to designate a staff person in attendance for yep. the meeting, she wasn't saying she would bring another person in. It would be somebody who happens to be there in attendance. That's right. right. We've already said that we need the, you know, the town manager or designee. So we, we've already said that that person needs to be there. So I feel like it's going to fall on that person to, to do the minutes. What about shall designate a staff person in attendance to take minutes of the meeting and to endeavor to record the meeting? Can you make it a little bigger? Yeah. Oh. Thanks. De shall designate a person in attendance, but I mean. Uh, does staff mean employee? Because like the building principal is a staff member. Maybe a town employee employee yeah. in attendance. I'm wondering if we should just, yeah. I'm not so sure I like the idea of, of any of the committee members voting or non-voting to be required to take the minutes. I think we're saying we want the town to provide someone. Well, it says designate a town employee in attendance. Yeah, that's the only so, town employees in attendance regularly. Well, if it's an employee, it has to be, you're right, I guess. It could be an ex officio member taking the minutes. Yeah. So I don't know. I really kind of, I'm leaning back towards the clerk thing. I'm kind of wishing, can we hold this one and ask Christine how much it costs and get a sense for this? And maybe we can even share the clerk with the planning board and the zoning committee. <laughs> I can't imagine it's a big expense. And frankly, if we think it's important, just say it and they'll figure out how to finance it. The only I mean, thing is the planning board and the zoning board have budgets. Like we have annual budgets for um, like they're minuscule. They don't include, include salaries, um, but like, you know, I don't, I don't even know what's in it. So that person's salary is in our annual budget. I don't think the school building committee has a budget. Well, why couldn't the school committee put it in their budget? Well, instead of the town of Medfield shall provide, we could say the school committee 
if we're willing to have the school committee take the well oh the school committee shall fund the clerk yeah shall fund the clerk not that they have a lot of money either but we could Wait, say the, the town budget, of the Carolyn, the school budget doesn't have a lot of money yeah most there isn't a lot extra there not in a town like medfield where all comes off property taxes well i mean part of this we could fund our town of our town taxes go towards the schools. So yeah, eighty-five. Well, and if the school, we would have no meeting for which to take minutes if the school department wasn't looking for a building. So, what if we said the town of Medfield shall provide a clerk, the cost of which shall be funded by the school department's annual budget? Yeah, and we should. And before we like you know, vote on something this, we should just find out what the number is so we know what we're saying, because I have no idea what we're saying financially. Okay. What do people think about that? I mean, the school department has people who take minutes of their school committee meetings, right? So the superintendent's assistant and our administrative assistants, they, they often take minutes of the school committee meetings. Makes sense. And I don't even know, can you do like a town volunteer to take minutes? Is that, that not good? You just run the risk of not finding a volunteer and then being empty handed. Yeah. I think this is a good compromise. And it makes sense to me to have the school department pay for it. Endeavor to record. Yeah, because you can always record by Zoom, even if you're just doing audio, that's an easy method. I think if, if I think Christine's point was if we're not on Zoom and, and meetings yeah. return to being in person, but I still think you can, I mean, the planning board clerk records the meetings um, with some audio, I don't know, whatever. I think they've switched to an iPhone recording mm. at some point before COVID, but it doesn't seem to me, it's not hard to have one of those little things that you record on. When the clerk maintains the records, shouldn't they be like filed somewhere? What does that mean the clerk maintains? Is it at their house? But yeah i don't know who the clerk is if they're like a town employee but yes and that's also relevant to the keeping of the audio recording you know if you're recording it on your phone and you lose your phone it's gone and you don't want recordings to be lost so i think they should be the what town if the administrator's office or well i was going to say this... yep can i just jump in isn't this all covered by the open meeting law? I mean, any of these meetings are going yeah. to be subject to the open meeting law, and the open meeting law provides in detail what you're supposed to do. Yeah, but so I don't the know way, that we need to recreate the wheel. Well, then maybe we should, because we put that sentence in. I don't know if we're going against the open meeting law because you're like the clerk maintains. To me, it should probably be on the school committee webpage, the minutes of the meeting and the Zooms, right? Yeah. Um, so anyone could see it and find it easily. I'm, I'm, I am worried about someone maintaining it at their house. Yeah. 
Well, no, and Carolyn, I think to to your point is sort of on top of Bob's, whatever has to happen for the open meeting law compliance will happen because it has to. Right. And then you're getting at like a public participation and information angle, which is in addition to whatever open meeting would be required, the minutes and the recordings should be available to the public through the school committee's website. Yes, that's what I, yes, in addition to whatever, yes, the rules and regulations of the open meeting law, these minutes and recordings will be available. Yes, I think that's, then the public knows exactly where to get it. The school department's webpage. I don't think the school committee has a webpage. Do yeah, they have a webpage. Well, it should probably be the school department anyways, because it's a school department project, right? Yeah, I would say the school. As long as they can find it, I don't think it matters where it is, right? As long well, as it's clear. I, you know, I think, I think it makes sense for us to decide. You know, you shouldn't have to like go and ask where they are. So it should be on the website, whether it's on the opening page or there's a link to the school committee from the opening page. Either way. No, I, I, all I'm saying is I don't know we need to debate which department. I think we could pick anyone as long yeah. as we're clear where it is. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, um, Christine... I wouldn't want to leave it open until it, you know, the school thing, the thing is created and then that, you know, they decide. It seems to me that we're all in agreement, and I think here consensus that the record keeping should be on the school committee's page, so, you know, in their in their records. They can even I'm make good. a separate website on the Medfield School Department for the school building project. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. we're a separate little thing on the town, right? You can easily do that on yeah. there and i think they can figure it out as long as we're clear right. that it has to be public it's got to be on their website i don't think we need to go any further yeah, right. yeah just make it all clear that every and people can easily find it and it has to be there i'm looking at the open meeting law guide it doesn't say exactly where they need to be um housed it's just that they have to be housed and disclosable yeah Okay, well, I think we're, I think I like that we're trying to make it as open as we can. Bob, you were starting to say something earlier and you didn't quite get a chance to finish and I didn't know where. I have no idea. Not you, at Tom. This so point. I was gonna say Tom. Tom, you were starting to say something. Do you remember? And we jumped to another point. Um, no, it, it it was just you know nothing germane to what we're talking about right now. Or nothing okay. coming back to. So I, I think full uh, budget. Yeah. <laughs> um I I cut and paste over, hold on, let me make this more um readable. Uh um Okay, so I cut and paste over 10-20 um, just onto a clean page and then did what we would say the changes would be. So in, you know, we leave it that committee means the permanent building committee. Then every time you see the word committee, that's what you're talking about, A through F. Then in G, we say the committee or the SBC as here and after defined as applicable shall have the supervisory authority. Then we say the committee in H and I, you're still talking about the permanent building committee. Then J, you say each one. 
then you get down to O, where I put, with respect to each school project as here and after defined, the requirements of this section 1020 shall be overseen by a school building committee hereafter SBC in lieu of the committee responsible for overseeing the planning, prioritizing, blah, 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 of any school building owned or to be owned by the town, each a school project. The SBC shall have the supervisory authority for all school projects that fall under the statutes that we talked about. And then I say the requirements of 1020 A through S, which yeah. is this, right. shall be superseded by the following. Mm -hmm. And then you have everything that A through F for the committee is covered by this for the SBC. And then, then I think this would probably be like P rather than, but I don't know. I got to think about whether this is a new letter or part of O. Um, Sarah, can you scroll up to the beginning of our new section for a minute? The intro paragraph there. Yeah. Can um. Can we, I know I'm, I'm not a lawyer, so I can't write it in lawyer language here, but um, where it says thereafter the SBC in lieu of the committee, can you put a period there and then start a new sentence? The SBC is responsible just to. Thank you. Like my lawyerly run on sentences. <laughs> I, I tried to have this whole thing be one sentence. <laughs> I'm just trying to make it as clear and, and simple so I don't we don't lose people. Can you just go back to like G or H where you said or mm -hmm. school building committee as the okay, let's see. The committee or the shall supervise the owners all projects. I'm not sure that reads right. Well, the way we did this here at a minimum, we don't need this. Well, maybe we do. Yeah, this is my question before about whether it's clear when you read G and O together that school projects under these statutes are SBC and non-school projects are PBC. Yeah, so the non school is is operated by G and then scroll down to where we were saying that school projects are under. So, O basically says that anything that's school built school project related is by the SBC. Mm -hmm. does, that, does that automatically, you know, you know, discount, you know, G by itself. Yeah, the last read together it works. But the last sentence of O is just restating G. So maybe we should just not put our edit into G and know that we have G right there. I think so because G readings talks about all school all town projects as well. So yeah. Yeah. I feel better with that. And you did but that a couple I think, of times. I think if you don't do that, then you haven't carved out the PBC. You haven't carved it out of the plant, the permanent building committee's jurisdiction. How about if we put oversight for all non-school projects? 
Uh, we add in all non-school projects. Or when you went down later and you, you specifically uh, deleted certain uh, sections, you didn't do G and H, you did some others, maybe do put G and H in those exclusions. You know what I mean? Well, I don't want to, um, I think, I think this might do it most simply. I, I think we just want to leave H alone. Um, so G, the committee shall have supervisory authority and oversight for all projects, parentheses, other than school, right. other than any school project as here and after defined. That's very clear. And then in O, we say, with respect to each school project, the requirements right. of this section shall be overseen by the school building committee. This SBC shall be responsible for the school project. The SBC shall have supervisory authority and oversight for all school projects that fall under blah, blah, blah. Yeah, go back I think to that's G. very clear. Yeah. Go back to G. So the second sentence talks about We don't want that to apply to us, right? We had a conversation yeah, there, about- No, we, you can't give it to any other group. So by saying we're not adding or the SBC on that one, because we just want that to not apply to us. Okay. And then H? So Sarah, hold on. So would you put the same parenthetical in the second sentence? You have to make clear that the, the committee, other than any school building committee, well, no, the committee is defined to only be the permanent building committee. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Can I, can I ask a clarification of the lawyer phrase? Why do you have to keep saying as here and after defined? Why do you have to you say- You just say it the first time you use it. Use so, what? Uh, like what are you defining right there when you school say- School project, that? capital S, capital P. Okay. So the first time you use it, unless you've already defined it, so now actually, because I took out SBC, I need it here. I mean, that's what you would do in like a real legal thing. I don't know. Okay. So, because later on, when we get to our section, um, we have like the first thing with respect to school project. Yeah, I can take it out here you now. Already, you already defined it, right? I didn't, but I already said it's here and after defined. So you don't have to say it every time. You just say it the first time first time right and okay. then once you define it so it just tells someone when they see a capital letter that you're using it intentionally yeah okay and that's a defined term you've got to go find somewhere else unless you disagree bob nope i think you've got it just right thank you thank you didn't you have an wouldn't you have a first sentence somewhere in some of these paragraphs that specifically referenced a through f not applying and i have that at the end here um, but we could do it in a new paragraph P um, with respect to a school project. Oh, I see. A through F. It was kind of buried in O, but we could have it be in P. So why not include where it says A through F? Why not include some of those other paragraphs where you just put in those little bit edit, edits like G and H? And well, because A and F, I'm... I'm replacing it with something. Those other ones, I'm not replacing it with anything. Superseded with the following. Okay, I understand. Now, wouldn't H have the same this language added in as G and I? 
No, because the committee is defined to be the permanent building committee and we don't, we're not going to have the school building committee do any conditions assessments. Yes, it's already going to be done gotcha. by the time gotcha. it starts. Gotcha. All right. So um, we did have some other public comment, which um, I know not everyone has had a chance to read, but one of them that I thought was worth talking about was the age of the senior citizen. Yeah. Um, the point was that 55 was not old enough to kind of hit the fixed income threshold. And I know we went back and forth in our meeting. I think I was advocating for a little bit higher of a age limit as well. Um, it, it does seem to me like 55 is a, a bit young. Um, I agree. I thought, I, agree. Nice I had thought before because AARP was at 55. Yeah. But I, no, but I, but I, think, I think I'm wrong. We should be older. Do you think 65? <laughs> we, yeah. I think 65 is too young. Yes. 65 is fine with me. I know we talked about it, but I don't think any of us had strong right. reference. So <laughs> we had two, two feedbacks about that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we had one that said 70 or at least 65. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, the average age for the resident of the United States is about 80 years and nine months. So <laughs> no. I think 65 um, is a good number. Okay. Did I, um, I did leave intact the part about holding a public um, hearing. Yes. yes. Um, okay. Now, um, the question I have for that, though, is it just says one or, oh, you did put in this, I thought you had one or more and then six months. The That's six months is the left board. The, one, the public hearings are one or more. We so want, a lot, more, we want a lot more than one or more. I'm sorry? We want a lot more than one. Or well, more. The, in a sense, I mean, every single one is open to the public, right? Yeah, but it's a difference between a meeting, which you can, you don't yeah. have to take public input, and an, an open hearing where you have to listen to public input. There, right. There's a difference in how those work. Right. I, I, I might say, you know, every six months as well, at least. Well, I was wondering about something like a public hearing for each major step of the process, like, you know, I don't know. I Well, yeah, Christine had something like that. Um, she broke it up into four somewhat sections and I can't find my, and she said, uh, oh yeah, here it is. Um, Oh yeah, um, in her email that was attached to the group, she had kind of for grade configuration, new or, or addition, renovation, uh, site selection, and I'm having trouble, something design schematics. So she kind of volunteered those kinds of- Who's that from? Uh, Chris, Chris. Uh, Chris Potts in her April 4th email, which was today. Yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to look at that. No, you haven't, right but her, the her, um, her idea was that there would be kind of four, there may be something like that, four sections. So I, I think that might've been uh, Carolyn that said, you know, maybe 
of that section uh, Q could say you have to have public hearings along the way, at least for something like those? I, I, I would be really leery to put that in and no disrespect to Chris McHugh, but again, none of us really know how this is gonna unfold and those are kind of random checkpoints put out at the last minute. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, well, I would suggest we put in more, not just say one or more and leave it to the committee can just have one. Could you say, uh, could you say periodic public hearings to keep the residents informed about the progress? About the steps, about informed about the major steps in the progress without naming the steps. So hold that, public hearings to inform the town. And I guess it's more than inform, right? If you're saying that we're going to hear from the town, it's more than informing. It's yeah, the so the open hearings aren't to inform the town. That's a that's a different thing. The open hearings is for the town to come and give feedback on what they're doing. I mean, they can start with informing. They'll I mean right. anyone can watch the meetings, et cetera, or read the minutes, but it's right. to get feedback and to know you are listening to the public. Mm -hmm. Um, before you're taking major steps and committing more money and that kind of what thing. about the SBC shall hold periodic public hearings to solicit town residents feedback about the school project, including on the school project schedule scope and estimated cost range. Good. Yeah, I could go with that. that works. And, what, and rather than public hearings, public input hearings or public input. public hearings to get public input. Yeah. Because that, that phrase means something, public hearing versus just having a meeting. Yeah. So does it work the way we have it? Oh, to solicit feedback. Yeah, sure. Okay. To the public state hearing. hospital, what do they call it? A listening session? Yes, they're calling it a listening session. I don't have an objection to that. I don't know if it matters. Guys, we're bumping up on eight o'clock. So do we want to stop and take, take stock of where we are? And do we have much left to cover in terms of substance? So Beardsley suggested that we also require a vice chair so that yep. if, did you guys think that was needed? I just thought, couldn't the committee just say they want a vice chair? Do we actually have to say they have to have a vice chair? I don't even say they have a chair, do we? Yeah, I didn't think we did. Yeah, I mean, isn't that something they can decide? Like they could have co-chairs as far as I'm concerned if they think that makes sense. I I, I just felt another, like that was a bit in the weeds for what we're doing. Then another thing that uh, Bridgley suggested was adding an expertise of municipal finance tax exempt bonds, which he felt was important last time around. Um, what did you guys think of that? I was assuming that the town um, money person when, would be coming at certain times and that would be their role to present all that along with, you know, with Christine, but maybe I'm wrong and that's not how it happens. I thought the same. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. I mean, I don't, I mean, if, if, if this individual is saying that didn't happen and they had difficulty because of that, that would be concerning. 
but I'm just, I mean, maybe it's something to check with Christine. Maybe it's, it's to say, was this a problem last time? Do we not have somebody um, who can handle this and provide that information for the committee? Because certainly they need it. It's obviously important to, you know, asking the town to go in debt. I also had one more thing that I, I, I keep harping back on, and I hope I'm not, you know, bringing the dead horse in to beat again. But back in our paragraph, uh, I don't know what it is now. Is it A, E, talking about if, if an elected official term expires? Yep. Yep. It's now okay. one E. Yep. Okay. Again. Specifically, the warrant committee. It's not elected. It doesn't resign, but his term as a warrant committee expires. Is that provided in E that he gets reappointed? Are we requiring that at all times there be a member of the warrant committee? Um, yes. yes. Then I think that would, I think it's a good point, Russ, but I think if we're mandating that you have to have a member of the warrant committee, I think that they would have to fill the vacancy. Yeah. So I don't think it's worded in here <coughs> taking care of the warrant committee member term expiring. I thought we decided that that would be like the planning board, where like a, a board like the planning board who picks an emissary picks their emissary depending upon who's available because they're serving. And well, the thing uh, is the planning board is elected. Yeah. So they fit within the elected official expires. Well, no, I thought the elected official expires was um, the school committee. No, they're appointing four members. <coughs> Excuse me. So we say that the appointment be a current Warren committee member selected by the Warren committee. So those always be, and if the Warren committee members terms expires, you would assume the Warren committee would send another person. That's, that just seems very logical to me. Yeah. It, what if we say elected or appointed, you know, elected or appointed official? I would be happy I'm, with that. Okay. So okay. the only thing with taking stock, actually I have a planning board meeting I'm 30 minutes late for, so I'm in favor of taking stock and moving on. I've, do we do we feel like we're so close to the deadline and I think we're really close on being done with this. Um, do we do we think we're close enough to do some sort of a vote on this subject to like minor edits to like there's a couple of places where we need someone to insert insert the open meeting law statutory reference like that's not substantive. Um, do yeah, we... I, I do. I mean, I think we spent a lot of time going through this and we probably could spend another month noodling around with it more. But I mean, I don't think there's a provision in here that we haven't debated and discussed and reached consensus on. True, but do we need to like now that we put it all together, do we need to show it like there's a meeting set up for us Wednesday, right? Because it had to be 48 hours. Didn't they already set that up for us? Yeah, that, that was just the placeholder in case we needed it. Right. So I'm just wondering that this should be shown to Mark, right? Sorrel. And and then well, we both did like give Bob his his comments and we incorporated them. It was delete C and D. 
Okay. I don't know. I don't know that we do. And I think if there's anything that we've put in here that's disastrously wrong, there can always be a motion on the floor of the town meeting to tweak the wording, can't they? Correct. You can amend on the floor. So I, I mean, I think in the interest of we should decide either we think we're going to get this done in time or not. I don't care which it is, but if we think we're going to get it done, I, I would be in favor of voting for it now. And if they need to do some tweaks, they can always do that. Well, didn't they say that if we had the vote on Wednesday, that would be time enough? Uh, yeah, but I'm just wondering, what are we going to, I just don't want to come back on Wednesday and spend another two, just personally, two hours debating other provisions. Like, what are we waiting to determine by Wednesday? Yeah, I know, but I, 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 I prefer, my, my preference is to take what we have and, and just sit in front and read it. Okay. Read it a little more carefully. Um, that That's fair. I guess so I, personally, just speaking for me and not as a chairman, but I would request that people, let's try not to get back into the weeds of stuff on Wednesday. Right, I mean, right. we're either going to move it or we're not. And right, so. I, right. I think the weeds are, I, I agree. I, I think the other thing that we do need to do is to really go through the public comments that we have to make sure we have at least discussed them. Yeah, I think we've done that, Cynthia. We've, we've, no, each there, there are other ones in here, uh, you know, consultation and transparency that's in here. I, I, you know, I just, I'm feeling badly that people spent the time to put these together and I'm not sure we've gone through all of them. Okay, so I, I kind of feel like we did, but okay. Well, let's do that. If we meet Wednesday, we'll say the first 15, 20 minutes is every everyone between now and has to review the comments and bring up anything that you don't think we've discussed. So I remember we read through the the first comments we had a couple of weeks ago. Sarah read through and we discussed. Yeah, yeah. and we we did that tonight, and we've done it previously. But I, you know, I spending 15 minutes with that is fine. And then we can note any edits that Christine or anyone has mentioned to us between now and Wednesday, and then we could vote. I'm happy to do it. I think if we open it up to discussion of public comments that we haven't already, that I think we've already looked at, we've already read, we've already considered, it's gonna open up another debate and we're not gonna get it done. And that's fine if that's what happens, but. I, th I think that's a mistake if there's any hope of getting this done in time. I but think also there's do. a state hospital list, the listening sessions at seven. And I think I would at least would really like to join that. So if we could make it like a quick, yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. bring all of your, maybe, you know, do your final read through. We'll have Mark check the statutory references. And yep. then, you know, any comment that you think we didn't talk about, we can have on a short list to maybe talk about. And then both. I think I think that makes sense and limited to an hour and look either we get it done or we don't and it really doesn't matter but if we don't we don't but um do we want to change the time then I mean one of the reasons we started meeting it later was uh Joanne who's no longer with us so uh on the committee so to help would, with the hospital listening thing do we I don't know I, I would don't love know to go people's schedule and we, we do, do that? yeah we can do it whenever we want Six it's going to be hard for me to do much before 6 30. Um, but well, I think we could finish out. I think we could get this done in a half an hour. Yeah, I, I would say 6 to 6 30 or 6 45. And let's uh, let's get it done. What what time was the Wednesday meeting scheduled for public notice? 6 30. Oh. So I probably. Oh, it's already there for 6 30. Yeah, yeah I don't think we can make it earlier. That. All right. Yeah. So let's stick with 6 30. 
and we'll be very focused. I will get the minutes done because we'll approve minutes. And I don't think we approved tonight the last minutes. Oh, right. We have not yet. Can I, can I go back to the time real quick? I think it would help us focus if we did put a time limit on it. So I think we could probably adjust the closing time, at least agree internally that 6.30 to 7.30. Okay. Yeah, or earlier. I mean, you don't, I mean, if we get Definitely, to work, yeah. we can just, yeah. we just make it 6.30 until work is done. And I don't think you have to reference a closing time. Right. No, I, mean, I know. I, but I just think in terms of the organization of a group, if you don't have yeah. a closing time, it's like open air, it just fills out. So we need to focus us. I think it would be helpful to have well, a closing time. And then our agenda, we're going to approve the minutes from tonight, and then we're going to take a vote and, right. and discuss it. We don't have to discuss all the comments we've done. We only need to discuss if you read the comments and you find something we didn't address. Right. Just need to bring that to the group. That's right. right. And, and maybe we should also say that if anybody's going to submit comment, I mean, are we soliciting more comments? Are we going to consider anything that comes in on Tuesday or at this point have we had enough? I, if people say something, I'm happy to read and look at it. it I mean, yeah, you could say you prefer to have the comments, you know, no later than. 12 o'clock on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So actually, may I address one other comment from the public? It was Beardsley questioning the supermajority decision that we made. And his comment was, do you run the risk of having the school building committee not coming up with a decision? I, I think when we talked about that, and if he's listening, the idea was that we want them to come to consensus. That's important. And so they, that was the logic in saying you should have a supermajority. I mean, that, I think that was the reasoning behind it. Okay. I, I, I think you're right. You reminded me. Yeah. Okay. All right. The other comment that, you know, if we want to try and finish it up, the other comment that I'm looking at from him is this consult, consultation and transparency issue coordination with the select board and, and warrant committee. And he's strongly suggesting we consider language in the bylaw to stress committee transparency and foster periodic joint reporting to the um, warrant committee, select board and school committee in public. That's the one I'm troubled with that we didn't address. Actually, I think we did a lot of our, maybe not as formally um, Cynthia as okay. that, but We've definitely, as we've been talking about things, we've been talking about the need for transparency, the putting of the minutes on a web page, having public information sessions, reporting back to the select board. I think all those things were with transparency in mind. I thought we actually had a line about reporting. We do at the end. Um, yeah. Every six months with the school, with the uh, select, board. select board. And, and the then school committee. School committee. And, and what about um, the warrant committee? Well, oh, they'll, right. have, a, they'll they have, have a member. member yeah. They and actually, member, Mr. So. I think it's Mr. Beardsley in the chat wrote, I think you did well address transparency. Okay, great. Okay. Right. And, and I would assume the warrant committee member, the planning board member, that's their job to go back and tell their committee at their meetings, right? They, right. That's they, how we do it for the planning board when someone is on another. We Part of our meeting is a report back to the last meeting they had of the committee yeah. they're on. That would make sense. And since since all of this, the building committee's meetings are public, people can go to the hearings. Yes. 
They may not be on Zoom anymore to make it easy for us, but they can go to the meetings. Yep, it's all open meeting law. Yep. Okay, so we so are we all in agreement? We'll convene at six thirty on Wednesday. We'll try and limit it to seven to seven o'clock. And the, on the agenda is is a vote. And who's going to try to send this to Mark to ask him to specifically give it a once over for us? I, I I'll do that. I'm happy doing that, and I think we'll be okay because none of this is dramatically different than what we did before. I don't think we just restructured things, and he seemed to. Think I think it was okay. Bob, if you could draw his attention to the two to all the statutory references, just to make sure we, we referred to like the right thing. Yeah, and you have you flagged those? I um, highlighted them in blue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll get it to him first thing in the morning. Okay. Okay, and I'll send this around right now. All right. Um, and then I guess you're right. Someone said the last thing, the minutes. So did anybody review or have comments on the minutes that Russ um, kept of our last meeting? Do we have a motion to approve the minutes? Motion to I didn't approve. have any comments. So I'll make a motion to approve the meeting minutes of, uh, what was the date? Sorry. March 29th. 30th? No, 29th. March 29th. 29th. Second. Okay. I vote in favor. Carolyn? I vote in favor. Russ? Favor. Tom? I have to abstain because I wasn't part of that meeting. Oh, that's right. Fair enough. Cynthia? I vote in favor. And Sarah? Yes, in favor. Okay. We have a motion to adjourn for tonight. I'll make that motion. Second. Okay. Uh, I'm in favor. Carolyn? I'm in favor. Russ? Favor. Tom? In favor. Cynthia? Favor. And Sarah? Yes, in favor. Thank you, everyone. And Sarah, thank you. This is incredible what you've done as we move forward. Yeah, no problem. Happy to. See you all on Wednesday. Take okay. care. Thanks, Sarah. Yep. Okay.